Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. And so the guy's sign read, all in all, you're just another prick with no wall. (laughs) Oh, God, I love the Brits. Trump's such an ass. The following podcast contains obscenities and profanities. I told him to move on, but he continued to use profanity. That is, if you've absorbed enough profanity. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When your global elite pedophile ring went looking for a lair and you chose a homeless camp in the Arizona desert, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host Dave Bledsoe and this is a Friday, July 13th, 2018 Q-Who edition of the show where we reveal everything you never wanted to know about the dumbest right-wing conspiracy of the week. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Anonymous Internet Guy, that nameless guy on the internet you choose to believe. Here at AIG, we recognize you have a choice of nameless, sourceless, and utterly erroneous guys on the internet to listen to. That's why we pledge to bring you only the finest unverified and unverifiable information. From non-existent basements and pizza joints to vast deep state conspiracy webs, AIG calls the finest of rapid speculation and deranged paranoia to present only the wildest psychotic vanities for the delusional and potentially dangerous. When InfoWars is a bit too rational for you, choose Anonymous Internet Guy. Act now and get a special bonus conspiracy theory customized just for you. I'm forgiven! My brothers and sisters of the continuum have taken me back. I'm immortal again! Omnipotent again! Swell. Don't fret, Riker. My good fortune is your good fortune. I don't need your fantasy women. Oh, you're so stolid. You weren't like that before the beard. My maternal grandmother who is very much alive and very cantankerous at 89 encountering is a woman of remarkable creativity and a veritable fountain of tall tales and mountain folk wisdom, much of which is wildly inaccurate, if not downright dangerous. For example, many of her remedies consisted of mixing flammable and toxic substances with grease and smearing it liberally on whatever part of your body ails you. Damn sinecure, no good. The minute you go to taking that away from them, they want it all the more. I could cure Mrs. Drysdale of her drinking in two days. Oh, Granny? I just tell her she could have all she wanted. When they find out you don't care if they drink, they don't care to drink. Most of her stories were designed as a kind of morality play in which a little boy might go off and do something he was warned against, did anyway, and then suffered the consequences. They always began the same way. When I was a little girl, not much older than you, I knew a boy who... And from there would begin a journey. Sometimes the little boy would wander off down the holler and get eaten by a bar. Other times the little boy would be playing in the branch and fall in only to drown when the Hoosets pulled him under. 
I don't know what a whose it is. I still don't. Other time, the boy would tell lies, only to have his tongue turn black and fall out. One of my favorites was the boy who wet the bed from playing with matches. This was odd to me because I didn't play with matches, and I was way more concerned about my cousin, who did play with matches, burning the house down. From what I hear about that cousin, very little has changed. He still wets the bed and everything. Still, some of her favorite tales were about the dangers of the unknown, particularly and especially unknown people. To the best of my knowledge, there were no gypsies within a thousand miles of Reliance, Tennessee, but according to her, they were there and on a constant lookout for wayward little boys. Now, in these days, I realize, of course, these stories were utter nonsense and not more than a little racist. You cannot imagine the shock and surprise I displayed when I learned black people did not actually have tails. That was an awkward day in basic training. I'm making up the part about not knowing they had tails. I knew they didn't, but I was totally told they did. Still, that's the way of things when old white people tell tales wrong about pretty much everything, and more often than not, at least slightly racist. In our modern times, of course, the old folk tales are relegated to the hazy remembrance of halcyon days of yesteryear, when it was fine if you told small children viciously racist stories so you could other minorities. Which is one of the reasons I think why old white people love Donald Trump so much. He's telling them tall tales about making America great again, and he's viciously racist. Nowadays, of course, we've moved way past such flights of fancy, unfit for modernity. I mean, we all know the Romani are not traveling around stealing small children to raise as their own. Instead, small children are being inducted by, by Mexican and MS-13s to feed the insatiable sexual perversions of Democratic politicians in a D.C. pizza joint basement. It's all on the internet nowadays, you know. Oh, yes, pod friends, if you want modern folk wisdom, you need to look no further than your phone, and you can find it all. No racist grandmothers are required. Hell, these days, racist grandmothers are the consumers rather than the purveyors of these tall tales. Well, them and flabby white dudes with a predilection for tactical camo and a sexual arousal from firearms. Which brings me to the latest conspiracy du jour. Q. Yes? You might remember a few weeks ago on episode 163 when I mentioned this conspiracy saying some things are too stupid even for me to make fun of and this is one of them? Well, a couple of things have happened since then. One of them is somehow, against all odds, the world has gotten worse and I wanted to do a show that wasn't the slow-moving Armageddon going down and two, I needed something I could savagely insult and mock to make me feel better about the slow-moving Armageddon going down. Also, and this is important, we need emotional content. Or just really any content. Let's start at the beginning. Let's start with what is Q? Perhaps letters of the alphabet? Well, yes, it's a letter of the alphabet, the 17th to be precise. Could Q be an omnipotent immortal species who inhabit the Q continuum, possessing the ability of instantaneous matter energy transformation and teleportation, as well as the ability to travel through time? No, no, I don't think it's them either. Could it be... Q from Bond, not Star Trek. No, no, I'm pretty sure that they don't have any fancy gadgets, maybe a lot of guns, but they wouldn't be able to understand any fancy gadgets. So, is Q a who? All the who's were all dreaming, sweet dreams without care. Now, this is getting needlessly complicated. Look, Q is not a who, it's not a what. Q is more of an unknown, really. Dang, that's whose name, yes. Who, the first baseman, who's on first. 
Man, let me see if I can break this down from before the beginning. Let me turn to my source for all things batshit crazy, the Daily Beast, and I'm going to try and let them explain exactly what I'm talking about. Quote, Q Anon springs from a series of cryptic clues that started to be posted online in October of 2017. Starting on 4chan before migrating to the even more fringe 8chan, the anonymous person behind the clues goes by Q, a reference to a high-level government security clearance. Holy shit, that's right, it's the CIA! I've got Q clearance! The Anon in QAnon refers both to Q himself and to Q's nameless supporters, the Anons. Q is supposed to be revealing this top-secret information via the clues which QAnon fans have dubbed breadcrumbs. They're written in short burst in a reference-heavy style that's part poem, part ransom note. Here's one from June, quote, Think SC vote to confirm, parentheses coming, parentheses, no name action, every dog has its day, enjoy the show. It's just nonsensical. Exactly. As the article said, beginning in October of last year, someone or someones, it's entirely unclear, began posting on 4chan claiming to be spilling the beans on the deep state. Now, you've probably heard of 4chan, but chances are you've never been there. Or if you had, you took one look and fled screaming in terror. And there's all kinds of bad in that place. <laughs> 4chan is the kind of place even online pedophiles avoid. Not because it's under police surveillance, which it most certainly is, but because it makes them feel as though they need a shower after reading a few posts. And as bad as 4chan is, 8chan is where people on 4chan go because they feel 4chan isn't fucked up enough for their, their kind of kink. 4chan is the rectal cavity of the internet, but 8chan is the weak dead gerbil inside the rectal cavity of the internet. In the early stages of the, uh, fuck it, conspiracy, I guess, this whole thing was known as the storm because it referenced a perplexing and troubling statement by President Doofus he, he made after a dinner with the heads of the military where he said, you know what this represents? Maybe it's the calm before the storm. Could be calm. The calm before the storm. Turns out, it was nothing more than just verbal diarrhea from a doddering old narcissist with his finger on the nuclear trigger. You know, just some shit Trump said because he knew it would freak people out. Is that a good thing? I would think so. The poster referred to themselves as Q, and they purport to know all kinds of things. Secret things. Things that will... Things that are. Things that were. Things that will be. From a select all article in New York Magazine about the storm, quote, Q claimed to be a high-level government insider with Q clearance, hence the name, taxed with po tasked with posting intel drops, which he, for some reason, called crumbs, straight to 4chan in order to covertly, covertly inform the public about POTUS's master plan to stage a counter-coup against the members of the deep state. It was, in short, absolutely insane. However, thanks to some rather forced coincidences, like Q kind of, sort of guessing that Trump would tweet the word small on Small Business Saturday, and uh, this one time the internet decided that Q was totally on Air Force One because he posted a blurry pictures of some islands while Trump was on his trip to Asia and a whole heck of a lot of wishful thinking. People believed he was the real deal. According to Q, Trump 
was never really involved in Russia and isn't actually under investigation by Mueller and company. On the contrary, Q insists that it's actually Clinton and Obama who were corrupted by Putin and are now actually under investigation by Mueller because they're obviously just evil, money-hungry globalists who will do anything for the highest bidder. Oh, yeah, and they're also apparently into raping killing, and killing children, though the crowd is split on whether this is because they're Satanist or just that it's part of some blackmail scheme involving the CIA. Q also claims that Trump, the genius that he is, figured out all of this way back when he was just a measly presidential candidate and has been pretending to love Putin and are be involved with the Russians ever since as a way to force third parties to investigate these horrors without drawing the attention of those evil dims who must not be named, of course, because he's just that selfless of a leader, unquote. Oh, who's going to believe that? Well, Roseanne, for one, is big into Q theory. I mean, she tweets about that shit all the time. Kurt Schilling, the former Boston Red Sox pitcher, has gone full Q. The usual band of idiots on the internet, of course, but also the usual band of idiots on Fox News, including no one's friend and mine, Sean Hannity, has tweeted on the topic of QAnon. Diaper-wearing dipshit Charlie Kirk from Turning Points USA loves to pull QAnon stats from his well-pampered ass from time to time. Q has gone from small market idiocy to middle market idiocy, and is growing every day. Oh, I've got more from the Daily Beast, quote, In April, hundreds of QAnon believers staged a march in downtown Washington, D.C. with a vague demand for transparency from the Justice Department. Q shirts have become frequent sites at Trump rallies, with one QAnon believer scoring VIP access in June. An armed man in a homemade armored truck shut down a highway near the Hoover Dam and held up signs referencing QAnon. In a video apparently shot from within the truck during the standoff on the bridge, the truck driver, identified as by Arizona Department of Public Safety as 30-year-old Nevada resident Matthew P. Wright, reflected that disappointment, complaining that Trump had failed to, quote, people uh, certain people up unquote we the people demand full disclosure right said addressing trump we elected you to do a duty you said you were going to lock up certain people if you were elected yet you have to you have yet to do that uphold your oath the driver of the armored truck fled after about an hour on the bridge and was later arrested after blowing out the truck's tires on police spike strips right has been charged with five criminal counts including committing terrorist acts unquote QAnon has spread to all the pee-smelling corners of the internet where mouth-breathing Trump humpers dwell. Reddit, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and they are busy, busy, busy trying to convince you and me that they know the secret. By connecting the yarn strings from everything from Bretton Wood to JFK all the way up to and including, of course, 9-11, and now they are ready to act. And by act... I mean, they're ready to make videos for YouTube. Since the criminals had global rat lines, train, and other infrastructure in place that would need their cooperation, it came down to two choices for America. Launch a military coup to seize the government from whichever cabal puppet was in the White House at the time, or when legitimately, take control of the NSA, expose the criminals for what they are, and arrest them all. So there you have it. What had happened was, is a lot of bad people all of whom appeared to be the kind of people that Donald Trump doesn't like, or more to the point, 
all the people that Donald Trump pretended not to be one of, so stupid people would believe he spoke for them. They had created this global conspiracy involving everyone to slowly take over the world. I mean, you thought the Pentaveret was evil. Clinton hates those rubbish again. That has nothing on this conspiracy. Then Donald Trump found out about this conspiracy, presumably between golf outings and boinking porn, porn stars, and decided to become president so he could stop it. And together with dictators around the world and his best buddy Vladimir Putin, they formed a superhero team of douchebags to take down the evildoers and save the world. Now you know the rest of the story. But wait, but wait, I hear you say, surely that can't be everything in the conspiracy, Dave. There must be more. Oh, pod friends, you know there is. Let me go back to the beast again. While these, quote, while the storm is at the center of the QAnon narrative, it's also flexible enough to fold in just about anything that makes the news. Q is fond of hinting that each mass shooting is a false flag attack organized by the cabal, and he used a blurry webcam picture of a flash of light near the Puget Sound to claim that the deep state tried to shoot down Trump's plane. Oh, but when, that's an unquote, by the way. But wait, but wait, I know, I know, I know. What about the pedophiles, Dave? Tell us more about the pedophiles. Well, this is from the Daily Dots Q explainer. Quote, Q has claimed that there were massive numbers of pedophiles in politics, entertainment, and business, all part of a satanic cult that eats children and openly flaunts its misdeeds through symbols and coded language. This is an offshoot of the debunked Pizzagate conspiracy theories that uses some of the same concepts. Many of the early references to QAnon were in conjunction with online sleuths trying to tie public figures to imaginary pedophile rings, unquote. The media. I know you're going to ask about the media. What about the media, Dave? Quote, Operation Mockingbird, an alleged, though never proven, CIA operation to pay off and harass media figures to influence their coverage of American policy. Q used to reference Mockingbird quite often, but he's only mentioned it a few times in 2018, unquote. What about aliens? Now, it was hard for me to connect the dots to the aliens, but trust me, pod friends. Homemade taste. It's in there. On the website, Stillness in the Storm, a doctor. <laughs> Let's not get carried away here. Dr. Michael Sala writes, quote, in a recent series of posts, the anonymous whistleblower parentheses group unparentheses QAnon made an important connection between the Vatican, Rothschild's family, and reptilian symbolism. Many followers of QAnon who fall into the camp of Christian patriots perceive the connection as exposing otherworldly satanic influence over the Vatican and the Rothschilds and other forces making up the deep state, unquote. Who is this brave patriot? Who? Not Q, but who? Q who? I, we're not going to go down that road again. Who is Dr. Michael Sala? Rational Wiki gave me the answer. Michael Emmons Sala is a pseudo-scholar and a UFO knot. 
who created a branch of wingnuttery known as exopolitics. According to this fantasy, extraterrestrial intelligence has been involved in human affairs since at least the 1950s, and various treaties exist governing human-alien relations, unquote. There you go. We've now managed to put aliens, Satanists, pedophiles, the deep state, Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and fuck it, I don't know, the Easter Bunny, all in this mega conspiracy. But I hear you. I hear you ask the question that everyone has on their lips. What about racism, Dave? Is there racism in there? Oh, of course there is, pod friends. Because down on the border, border, a group called Veterans on Patrol, consistent of the usual sort of people you associate with groups like this on the border, fat middle-aged idiots pretending to be warriors, is hot on the trail of a child sex trafficking ring outside of Tucson. A moron named Michael Lewis Arthur, who's not a veteran but really wants you to think he is, insists he's discovered the places where the Mexican cartels are bringing children over the border so that they can be raped and killed by the people in the QAnon conspiracies based on these these illegal immigrant camps he discovered right off the interstate. Because if you're conducting satanic child rape rituals, you really want convenience access to a La Quinta Inn and an Arby's. Now, how does Michael know all of this? It's all there in the cube breadcrumbs, my friend. Plus, you know, Mexicans. I've done shows on Conspiracy of the Weeks over the past three years. I mean, we've talked about Jade Helm 15, where Obama was going to open concentration camps and abandon Walmarts. Hey, that one came true. I mean, it wasn't Obama and it wasn't, but it, and it, but it wasn't Republicans in the camps, but kidnapped children had full held for ransom by the Republican government. That was totally true, at least about the Walmarts anyway. The show uh, that I did about Alex Jones was replete with conspiracies. Episode 141, Tuesdays with Morley covered the deep state in uh, <laughs> depth. I've even done Aliens Ghost because conspiracy theories are fucking entertaining and making fun of people who believe in them is even more entertaining. But this one is bigger, longer, and unedited. Like us. Just like us. But this one is different. Because this one is a conspiracy about a government believed in by the people who voted that government into power. It's like... They see what's going on, the stupidity, the incompetence, the corruption, and the criminality, and even they need to find a way to explain it to themselves. But rather than accepting the truth that their guy is a corrupt moron, they need to find another reason for the problems that are plaguing us. So they create this alternate reality where up is down, left is right, and stupidity is actually cleverly disguised cunning. It's like picking up a dried-out turd eating it, and pretending you just had a baby Ruth bar. Columnist Michelle Goldberg wrote about this phenomenon in a Times op-ed back in April when she said, quote, You don't create a wild fantasy about your leader being a covert genius unless you understand that to most people, he looks like something quite different. You don't need an occult story about how your side is secretly winning if it's actually winning. Publicly, many right-wing politicians and pundits disdain the Mueller investigation and pretend to believe that Trump's ties to Russia are negligible. But among 
the part of the Trump base, the effort to explain them away appears to be creating a psychic strain, unquote. In even the dimmest of minds, reality has a way of creeping in. I mean, I'm sitting here with a drink in hand and a pack of cigarettes on a windowsill, and the reality of the mind-bogglingly stupid things that I'm doing to my body, it, it niggles at me. It whispers and says, you're killing yourself, Dave. And I nod and have another drink and light another cigarette. And that's a choice I make to keep doing very idiotic things while acknowledging the fact that they are very idiotic things. But if I wanted to, I could go online and sleuth out any number of plausible sounding arguments on how the man is trying to keep me down by telling these telling me these things are killing me that it's all just a way to keep me an obedient sheeple plaintively bleeding bleating in my paddock <laughs> dying young from alcoholism and cancer is all a myth now i'm just trying to kill myself in the slow way i might be equally crazy but at least i'm being honest about my craziness the adherents of the various and sundry conspiracy theories that float around out there are dishonestly crazy, unless they're clinically insane, and let's be truthful, some of them are. But most of them are well aware this fucking QAnon person is some rando in on the internet shitposting about some nonsense. You can debate the anonymous internet guy's motivations here. He, and you know it's a he. Is he crazy? Is he trying to stir up some kind of revolution? Or is he laughing his ass off watching these morons believe the crazy shit that he ladles out for their idiotic consumption? That's the one. Yeah, it is. But these motherfuckers who are writing the tweets and making the YouTube videos about the theory, they are in a state of active denial of reality and searching for ways to ease the cognitive dissonance in their brains. They're driving themselves crazy, trying to prove to themselves that reality is wrong, and they are the ones who are right. And look, there are people on the left that do this shit. I mean, there are people, many of whom with college degrees, admittedly, they're probably in communications, so do with that what you will, but they know damn well that vaccines save lives. But they spend a lot of energy looking for hucksters and frauds to prove to, prove to them their wrong idea isn't wrong. It isn't about politics. It's about people, and it's an old, old problem. People in the 80s knew there were no Satanists eating babies in graveyards. People knew in the 50s there were no commies in their book clubs unless you were in a communist book club, and then you might have one, maybe two. They even knew there were no fucking witches back in the day of the witch burnings. What they could not accept was the reality that all of the problems these panics and conspiracies were invented to explain were their fucking fault. In the case of Q, the reality of their chosen guy being a grandstanding dipshit who is simultaneously an utter fucking idiot and also incredibly and unmistakably corrupt in the ways they couldn't even imagine is so unacceptable to their brains they choose to believe he is part of a cabal of heroes who is working inside the system to take down a world-spanning conspiracy of government insiders, corporate masters, Hollywood moguls, pedophiles, Satanists, aliens, and definitely the Jews because you cannot have a conspiracy without the Jews. And that conspiracy is planning on imprisoning the Jack Simpson, the Wisconsin pig farmer, in a UN concentration camp because he, the Wisconsin pig farmer, is such a threat to their new world order, only Donald J. Trump can save them. This is your brain on clinical levels of cognitive dissonance. And I don't know if that's a diagnosis in the DSM-5, but if it isn't, it damn well should be. To be sure, 
the vast majority of Trump supporters do not believe in crazy conspiracy theories like QAnon. They have no need to do this because the vast majority made this Faustian bargain on Trump to get the Supreme Court justices they wanted to roll back the clock on social progress. And once they get their end of the deal, nothing else matters. Never once worrying about the bill due when the devil shows up speaking in a Russian accent. The others either do not care if he is a criminal fuck or think that all criminal politics, all politicians are criminal fucks. And also, let's never forget that many of them are very racist, so they dig that side of them as well. None of these groups struggle with the level of cognitive dissidence that QAnon sufferers suffer from. All of which is a strange way to say that the QAnons, the Anons who ship this theory, are actually, in a perverted way, the smartest of the Trump supporters. They're smart enough to recognize on some level the truth that their guy is a fucking corrupt asshole. And honestly, it takes a certain level of intelligence to piece together the blank jigsaw puzzle of all these conspiracy theories. If they could take their intelligence and direct it into something productive for society instead of trying to disprove reality, I think this could be a true boon. I mean, if they took half the energy they put into proving Donald Trump is not a gibbering idiot and applied it to finding, say, I don't know, a way to make drinking and smoking healthy, they would be big goddamn heroes. And also, the problem is, is some people, and by some people, I mean Republican politicians who like, who like to wink at these folks and maybe use their further, fervish beliefs to bolster their base vote. Oh, they would never be so forward as to come out and say the theories are correct. They just allow the conversation to go naturally towards the derpiest of the derp when their supporters start down the path. The GOP can, depends on this clinical cognitive dissidence to just keep their base from waking up and realizing how bad they're being fucked by the GOP and their corporate masters. If I were a conspiracy theorist myself, which I am not, excepting for my abiding belief that big dick energy is emanations from an alternate dimension where I have big dick energy and also at the same time a tremendously large penis, but I don't believe that, so you shouldn't either. But if I did, I might even say that some elements of the GOP create and promote these theories in order to provide a hook for the dissonant masses to hang their MAGA hats on. You know, the part of the GOP that owns, say, uh, Fox News or appears on it every night. If I were to be looking for a real QAnon conspiracy, I might start with good old Rupert Murdoch, who made billions shilling a delusion to millions of people around the world that corporate greed and oligarchic control of every facet of human life is not only good, but necessary for human, human for fulfillment. Maybe, just maybe, the real conspiracy is that the very, very rich of the world are promoting stupidity, denial, and lies in order to keep the masses from suddenly waking up, feeling the hands of people like Rupert Murdoch in their pockets, and keep kicking them right in their fat, withered fucking nuts. It would be insane for me to say that conspiracy theories are but one small element of a master plan of a small subset of the world, no more than, I don't know, say, 
1% of the world to keep the rest of the world distracted, fighting one another, and maybe hating each other so that they can keep raw-dogging the collective asshole of humanity without any the common goddamn decency of a fucking reach-around. That kind of thinking would truly be insane, and no one would ever believe. <laughs> that is it for our show this week. Things are... Uh... Things are getting strange out there, my friends. I mean, we're rapidly descending into a Pink Floyd song level of weirdness in the world. The orange anal fisher is meeting with his master in Helsinki next week. The government can't return stolen kids to their parents. And everything we've managed to achieve in the past 75 years of social progress is about to be undone. And the worst of it all is I have to go to Tennessee in August for my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. Do you know how hot it is in Tennessee in August? I mean, couldn't my parents have gotten married in November? How awesome would that be? Not just because of the weather, but it also means they were doing the nasty before marriage, meaning that they were having fun and my grandparents were strictly anti-fun. Speaking of anti-fun and bastardry, do you know what will make you a right bastard? In the cool Jon Snow way. Rating and reviewing this show wherever you get your podcast. It would help others find the show, mutter under the breath, and say, what the fuck is this bastard talking about? When they hear it. If you would like to hear more by bast my bastard by nature but not by birth, follow the show on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast or the show name on Facebook. I really need the followers since Twitter is killing off bot accounts left and right and I just bought 50,000 Russian followers on a special. <laughs> uh, on special. Donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash what the hell podcast so I can afford to buy new followers after the purge. All of the shows are at the show name on SoundCloud and at www.whatthehellpodcast.com. For me, Dave Pawn of the Vatican Bledsoe, producer Lackey of Buckingham Palace Gavin, and all the fictional Colonel Sanders on this show, we want to say, Q, who are you? Q, 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 Q. Who the fuck are you? Q, 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 Q. We'll see you all next week.
Seltzer Kings Podcasts.